Hey, I'm Sean. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to the Anime Triad. We're back once again, and we just finished the last Naruto the movie. Uh, Mike, how about you start us out with your thoughts and your grade? Yeah, man. Yeah, this movie was dope. Um, I'm, I gotta say, I enjoyed it a lot, and uh, it was it was refreshing after all the other ones that were bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what to expect out of this one, but I liked it, man. I, it, it was really long, but never got boring. Um, although there were a couple times where I was like, this is taking too long. Like the little part where they were in the, in the Genjutsu going through the memories and stuff. Like, I don't know. It was a little too much, too long. And then there was kind of the part where, uh, it was right before Hinata, you know, went with the dude kind of just her and Naruto jumping around doing stuff like, and then kind of the, I don't know. It was a little weird. There was like a mopey part. I don't know. I, it feels like you don't have to take that long to get the point across that there is a certain emotion happening. And it feels like they get to that point, they get the point across, but then they just keep going a little bit more than they should. Other than those parts, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, I mean, you know, getting to see Kurama fight, getting to see... Now, was I tripping? Like, was there a part in the show where Naruto's Rasengan was orange, or was that just for this movie? I believe it was just for this movie, because even the Rasen Shuriken was white. Yeah, and it was orange in this movie. Uh, I think it was just a good artistic liberty they took to kind of show... Honestly, it makes sense. If his chakra is going to be orange from um, Kurama, like, it's... It kind of makes a little more sense. Makes sense. I, uh, I didn't know if I was just like forgetting or if, yeah, but no, it, it was cool. I liked it. I was just confused by it. There, <laughs> there are different colors when he infuses different types of chakra natures. So when he does like the boil release, Ross and Shuriken, it's got like lava looking feels to it. But yeah, I, I don't know this one in particular why it was different you know and one of my favorite things about this movie was at some point i said i want hinata to rip dude's eyes out like i said it and then it happened and i was like yes you take your sister's eyes back so that was dope um and then he went all tetsuo on us and i don't know what naruto did to stop it he just kind of reached out was like friendship and and then i guess that was that's how we stopped it (laughs) okay um it was a good fight though the the punch that he got literally like smacked him in the face that was that was amazing yeah no good good story good plot it's an a for me i can't give it an s just because it's too long and there's those weird those weird parts that were just took too long and had me sitting a little bit but honestly it's an a I could give it an S. Like, if, if one of y'all gives it an S, I, I'm not going to be mad at it. I could agree with that. I just don't feel like it. 
No, I give it an A as well. And for the same point that you bring up, the fighting is great. Anytime we get combat, it is well thought out and it is well animated and Mm -hmm. the combat makes great sense. The story is fantastic. Yeah, this is a good story. And I've seen this movie before, and for some reason, I forgot they go to the moon. <laughs> how I don't know how I forget something that important to the to this I like movie. The main plot point, like, <laughs> like when he he takes his chakra and he blows it up on him, and then there's like the explosion on the outside of the moon, and I was like, they on the they they are on the moon. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the combat's great. The story is great. Um. I compare it to one of my other favorite movies. So I was a, I'm a huge Gundam fan. And Gundam Wing Endless Waltz is the, is the movie that is the post-Gundam Wing show movie. And all of the Gundams have different looks to them. It was the customized looks that they, that they made just for this movie. So they look similar, but like different color schemes, a little like some have extra weapons. And stuff like that. This movie was like that for me. Naruto's got a new outfit, which is awesome. And he's got a new like lounge outfit in the village. He's got a new combat outfit. His the his uh, Rasengan is a different color. All his chakra stuff is that orangish color, which is his color, which I think is a great spin on it. I don't think we should look too much into it, other than it's just an artistic liberty. I think they took in the movie to spice things up. I do believe, though, since this was this is the last movie of the Naruto universe, but also Shippuden, the anime was already over when this movie came out, I believe. I, I'm trying to remember back. And I remember feeling when this movie came out, it had been a while since we got Naruto anything. Mm-hmm. So... I feel like the movie was super long and drug out because if your people are paying money to go to a theater, people want a lot of, like they want a, a full feature film, like, you know, a full length film. I don't really, I'm in agreement with you, Mike. Those spots were too long and they were just long enough to make it go, this is too long. But not to where I want to say the pacing was bad. Because it was just those couple of spots that really drug on. Everything else was super great. I do wish there had been a little more interaction with Sasuke. Even though his entrance was perfect. He's there. He he saves the Mifameter. And then he's gone. Yeah, that was super dope. And he he saves Hinata's dad. And all of a sudden Hinata's dad's there. And they're like, wait, where did you come from? What is this? Yeah, that was crazy. It, it was just really well done. To me, this is... This is like, for Naruto, kind of like what Battle of the Gods was for for Dragon Ball Z. You know, it's, yeah. it's not it's not S rank, because we gave that S. But it gets... It kind of reminds you about it, and it completes the story. Now, in the anime, they go... They showed the wedding, okay? Which is some great episodes. If no one's ever watched it, go watch the wedding episodes at the end. Of course, it's filler, but it's great. But this fills the gap in about, like, when did they finally get together? Because we never got that. Yeah. And I I think this movie, and it's the uh, only movie that's canon. 
I guess I guess Boruto the Naruto movie technically is quote unquote the last Naruto movie, but Bar- the Boruto movie goes into Boruto. But this is the only one we get where it's actually canon. They they're quoting canonic material. So uh A for me. A for me. Almost S if it wasn't those couple of spots. It was yeah, it would have been it's S. The same for me, man. Just by, those couple spots. Yeah, by far the best Naruto movie we've had. Yeah, for sure. Right up there with Clash uh in the in the land of snow. I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> Sean Nobody can see the video, but I was I was giving you a look. Yeah. So for you know. <laughs> So, because I'm that guy, I'm going to tear this movie apart a little bit. So, hold on to your hats, boys and girls. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with this movie. There are so many good things about this movie. The animation, the art style, the, the end fight, you know, where the moon gets cut in half. Like, they put this on a much grander scale than what we've seen in a lot of other Naruto movies. A lot of the other Naruto movies are very much a filler-style villain with a filler-style approach to it, direct-to-home video kind of movie. This movie, you can tell, is supposed to be made for the theaters. And if it was a direct-to-home video, I would say this is top-level, this is S-rank. But... You can tell it's made for, a, you know, theaters after Naruto. It's probably been a couple of years since the anime wrapped up and it's kind of a let's bring some stuff back. The idea and the premise of this whole time we've the whole time in Naruto and Shippuden has led up to stage of six paths, which is Kaguya Otsutsuki, not Otsutsuki. That's not how you pronounce it, and they fix it halfway through Naruto. Regardless, I'm going to get off that point. So, we spend this whole time in Shippuden, going all the way up to Kaguya's lineage. We talk about Sage's Six Paths, who is one of the son, one of her sons, and that's where the Sharingan and the Renegon kind of come from. But we don't talk about Hamura, which is the other son. He's the one that goes to the moon. And so that premise is awesome. It's like we spent all this time, this top level character. And now it's like, all right, let's talk about the other character. And you're like, yes, this is awesome. This is amazing. This premise, whatever villain comes from this sector is going to be top level, just complete badass villain. Toneri is a whining little bitch. Even when he gets the Tensei gone, which is just a powered up Byakugan, which I don't understand how getting a, a Hyuga's eye for an Otsutsuki clan member works because the Hyuga clan is way many generations after the Otsutsukis. So anyway, once he gets the Tensei gone, he's just I mean, he gets one punched by Naruto when he's in his like six pass form or whatever. He kind of looks like Vlad Master's cousin from Danny Phantom. Um, <laughs> it's just a not good de- it's not a good design I feel like it could have been so executed so much better um, I, I feel like there is a like a we said Z rank for like the Dragon Ball stuff we said plus ultra for the My Hero stuff I think you could call it like Hokage level if you wanted to go that next level 
I feel like this is a Hokage level premise, the story, all that stuff, but the execution lacks um, immensely. It's still a good movie. Like I said, I mean, it'd be a top tier movie if you're looking at a director DVD movie. And I agree with everything you guys said about the pacing. Pacing was fine, except for the couple little things here and there. Um, I got the sense that they were like, we need to t- we need to tell how Hinata and Naruto get together. But we have never set anything up in the past that would iterate that Naruto has any kind of feelings towards Hinata. So let's just (laughs) let's randomly just like throw it in the movie and, you know, make it seem like it's been there all along. So that's a little weird to me. Like he he gets this revelation, which is fine. Like shonen trope guys get like a last minute revelation of, oh, yeah, I, I guess I do like her. I don't hate her, so I must love her. And it is what it is. But it's just like crap. We forgot that they need to end up together. How do we do that in this movie, too? So overall, awesome fight at the end, you know, on the moon with Karama mode and everything like that. I would say I'd still say it's an A movie with all that stuff. There's a lot of good. But again, it just it, it leaves a lot to be desired. It's a little underwhelming when you when you can imagine what it could have been as a movie. Yeah. So that's that's my ranking. You know, I understand that. It's still an A movie, but there is no reason why this movie shouldn't have been S or Hokage level like over the top. Like they, they had a lot been. of they probably put a lot of stuff in they didn't need to have in there. One example is probably even though it's kind of funny, the giant crab fight. Yeah, it's funny and it's kind of cool, but like it's not really a necessity. And the Genjutsu thing is too long. I I think that uh, the crab fight serves the purpose of, hey, wait, Naruto and Hinata are taking too long and it gives them something to do instead of going after them. And that's fair. But like we said, the Genjutsu flashback stuff is too long. Way too long. Um, Them kind of searching the tower, the, the town and stuff. That's too long. And then. Yeah. Too many. They, I think we spent too much time on her awkwardness, which we already know she's awkward. <laughs> yeah, we, that didn't really need to be reestablished. Uh, yeah, I think Sean has a point. There's a huge premise of like this movie had the potential to be just outstandingly good and they just kind of didn't deliver. I would say you didn't have to even add the Naruto Hanada love thing in it. We don't actually have to have it. I like it. I like seeing how they ended up. But that's not a necessity in this movie. But I also... That may be true, but I think that they wanted to. Like, I think that was part of their intention with the movie. Is they... They they obviously don't want to make a movie just about Naruto and Hinata getting together. Like, it's a Naruto movie. You gotta have a villain. The world's gotta be in danger. You gotta fulfill, like, ninja movie requirements... But I think their intention was, but we want Naruto and Hinata to get together through this process. Yeah, and and I'm wondering, what was the process in, in storyboarding the film? Yeah, what was yeah. was it? Was their intention to make a movie talking about their getting together, and they happened to have this really great villain plot, or was it like we have this great villain plot? But we, but like we need to add something, another element to this movie. I, I believe it's the latter because that's not a secondary villain plot. 
That is, that's a really good villain plot. But I think they lost sight of it along the way. So you get these two giant themes and you start to try to put these two giant things over each other. That's where the, the gaps fall into and where they start to slow down is because now we're trying to bridge these gaps with these two giant themes here. I think they wrote the villain story, but they didn't have anything else to go with it. And then somebody wrote the love story and they went, oh, we could put them together. Because that's what it feels like to me, that they were both written separately and they put them together to make one movie. This probably could have been and probably was planning to be two different movies. It, that's my feeling. That's an interesting theory. It's interesting. I, I, I think there's, there's definitely, there, that's definitely plausible. Um, my feeling is more along the lines that, well, I do like what you said about how they have these two big concepts that they tried to put together and it was like, they tried to make both of them two primary. Yeah. Right. Uh, because I, I do agree with that, though. It, my feeling is more that it was the love story that they thought of first and then the villain story came later. But, yeah, I, I do like what you said about how they couldn't decide which one was more important. And they <laughs> tried having both, which is why it's two hours long. I and mean, we got this two hours of movie that didn't need to be that way. And I think the reason I think the love one is the first one they came up with was because all those scenes we talked about that were too long was about building their relationship. So that's kind of why I think that was the primary. They put a lot of thought in those. They put a lot of thought in those. I think there's a way to make it so much more streamlined though. Like Hanabi like didn't really need to be there. Like it could have been, it could have been, Hey, like this premise, because it's a great premise. Again, you're talking about next to the Sage of Six Paths, you're talking about the same power type thing. And you're talking about like Sage of Six Paths is to Naruto as is Hamura is to Toneri. And so they're supposed to be from both sides of the coin, equal like powerhouses. And it's I got to get the Huga eyes. Who's OK? I got to get it from the. The Byakugan princess. So he steals Hinata. He takes Hinata's eyes. Hinata, like, there's not this all this love stuff, and he gets powered up, and him and Naruto go at it for forty minutes instead of fifteen, and just this big back and forth, and just powerhouse. He doesn't know how he's gonna win, and then through this whole thing, he realizes, like, because Hinata's in trouble, that's when he finds his feelings for her. Like, that's mad weak. I don't that, think so. That is, not, is that is not a reason to marry somebody if she got kidnapped. <laughs> she lost the eyes. I got to marry her. Like, that's, no way, man. No way. No way. But no, no, no. The whole thing, like, that's, it still sets up enough of a premise for something like that to happen. Not, she lost her eyes. I have to marry her. But, like, there's, there's focus on her. And as he's trying to go save her, you know, you can do flashbacks about, you know, what, whatever, however you want to do it. But it does not have to be, I'm not a story writer, but it does not have to be this whole thing of like, let's go through all this genjutsu and then let's dance up and then jump up into the moon. And like, it doesn't have to be all that. Well, here's, here's the way I say it is that I like the way they did it. It just didn't have to take as long as it took. Because there's the story they wrote of how of them finding their feelings for each other was good. They just put too much time in it in this movie. 
So I, I have the same feeling you do that it took up too much time, but I don't think it needs a whole rewrite. Well, um, and if it did, it wouldn't be that. <laughs> what I found interesting, what I found interesting is the they kidnapped her sister, right? Mm. We have a kidnapping already, just to have another kidnapping. Yeah, <laughs> And and I think that's probably what Sean's. I, I, that's what I kind of feel like Sean's getting at is you didn't need to kidnap her sister. Her sister, who is who is barely mentioned in the show anyway, all of a sudden has this key role to where she's in the wrong spot at the wrong well in the right spot. She's in her own house. She's in her house. Well, they went after both of them. Is the thing. Yeah, but like all of a sudden now, like this is her thing. Like she's in this thing. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. But we could have saved time if we just made the one kidnapping kind of Hinata's thing. And, and you could have worked it in. We could have we could have worked it differently. I agree with Mike. I like what they went through. The Genjutsu was was okay because Naruto's stupid, so he forgets every feeling he ever has, apparently. Yeah, he's like, oh, that's, that's right. She did save me from pain. I forgot about he had me stabbed yeah. through my hands and my body. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Hanada. I'm sorry. I forgot you saved my life. <laughs> there, There is some streamlining of extra stuff we didn't need that could have probably helped. Yeah. But I still believe all in all, like the, the Genjutsu thing and them in the them in the towns really what got me. More than the yeah. Genjutsu. Because the Genjutsu yeah. was interesting. It's kind of one of those like dream theater things where he's like, all of a sudden he's eating ramen and he's like, yes, I do love Hanada. And we're like, wait, what? That yeah. And so, but then like in the town, she's all of a sudden like, I want to be alone. Yeah, that was the part I was talking about, the mopey part. Yeah, that actually didn't make a whole lot of sense to me because she was about to say something to him and then like she goes and has that revelation and then all of a sudden decides... Now I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> Sorry. But like, like if she had just said something to him then and they formulated the plan, like I'm going to fake marry him. You guys sneak your way in. That surprise attack him. If she has some kind of cool plan, that makes it a little cooler. At least she was just, yeah. which she clearly had the plan because she had the vision. Yeah. I thought it would have been funny if, like, she had told the plan to everybody else and not Naruto. <laughs> like, that's what they do all the time is don't tell Naruto the plan. He's going to jump in anyway. But right. Isn't, isn't that what they did in Blood Prison? Exactly. It's not just ship it in Naruto. It's powered up, mature, two years past end of war mature Naruto. He is mature and he is cool, calm, and collected. And this boy can fight. Mm -hmm. Like, he's not just powering up. His basic combat skills are off the charts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's something that gets overlooked when he, like, in Shippuden, his basic combat skills were not good. And then now he has great basic combat skills. Yeah, it's really cool to see Naruto, like, not flip out every time something happens. Like, he was just, like, he was just ready to go. He's just reacting, like, in, in a very sensible manner just he's doing the fight and he's not just like my friends ah! <laughs> just throwing everything he's got out there like it is weird though you know? because the the whole dynamic of the movie is off because it's not that like believe it 
you know, yeah. kind of. And so it, it it's good, but it's also different. And it's a little weird not getting that same vibe. I think we all agree this is an A. Yes. For different reasons. And we all got problems with it. But, yeah, we're kind of around that same A area. Yeah. Listen, Mike, before you get married, just make sure you take Leah's eyes. Oh, I have to. (laughs) Same goes for y'all. Thanks for listening today, guys. We can't do this podcast without our listeners and supporters like you. If you would like to support this podcast, please consider checking out our Patreon. And remember, check us out and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Triad as well. We also live stream our sessions on Twitch at Ben Anime Triad.